And welcome to the happy hour. The always fun. Semi-informative. Always relevant. And slightly irreverent. Happy hour talk show presented by App Growth Summit. So whether you're on your way to work. Or on your way home from work. Or you're bored at work. <laughs> pop in an episode and take a quick shot of the happy hour. Hi, wow. Louie. Great applause from Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was a silent applause. I didn't want to interrupt you guys here. How many times did you work on that? Just out of curiosity. Uh, just, we just made it up just now. We we, just, yeah, that's the first take, Chuck. Impressive. Charlene, the so. amazing engineer, just said go, and we just came up with that. Yeah. Do you like it? We should keep it. Love Off it. and running. Love it. Love it. Hi, Louie. This is Louie Tenge, our managing director here at AppGrow Summit. Hey, Ariel. That's Ariel. <laughs> Nita Meyer, <laughs> who is our director of content or queen of content. Uh, and we also have Chuck Wynn here, the director of growth at Hired. Hi, Chuck. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. So tell us about Hired. What do you do there? Yeah. So I lead consumer marketing, acquisition, all that good stuff, all that B2C fun stuff. And uh, Hired, we're a marketplace where we have over 2.7 million candidates in our lifetime have uh, been around for almost seven years. And uh, it's basically a site where engineers, product managers, IT, all the different technical roles come. And uh, we place them at jobs. Pretty simple. We're, we're a job site. We place them at jobs at all the top companies in the in the Fortune 50, Fortune 500, et cetera. And we uh, really pride ourselves on all the machine learning, all that fancy algorithm all the engineers do. And um, you know, my job is to get the engineers to realize they probably have a better job and um, come to the site, sign up, and get an interview as soon as tomorrow, to be honest. So that's what I do. Nice. Hired.com. <laughs> hired.com shameless plug so um and i just wanted to be clear does hired currently have an app no we do not have an app we are thinking Get about out. it but the, the, yeah no <laughs> <laughs> the thing about um, apps is as you guys know mm-hmm. A lot of people, especially with jobs apps, will download it and then delete it after they're done with it. And so it's one of those concerns where we're like, do we want to invest in it? So it's kind of one of those TBD, probably in the future, but not right now. But myself personally, I have a lot of experience with that. App marketing from years past led acquisition at DoorDash. Before that, uh, led marketing acquisition at Yelp E24 division. Uh, yep. And before that at uh, EA Mobile as well. Yeah, so your roots and roots in the mobile space are pretty deep. Correct. Yeah, and growth strategy is essentially the same, no matter what the product is. It differs a little bit, but the and the tools are different. But yeah, for the most part, you're right. It, it does differ a little bit, but in the end, it's still people where they are. Um, yeah, obviously with mobile, you have more thinking around fraud, around track, tracking retention. You probably have different signal points as well and you can tie in different data points but at the same time offline behavior you actually have a ton of uh sorry by offline i mean like non-mobile app and behavior you actually have a ton of data uh, that that privacy wise you can't even get on an app because a lot of apps have these different permissions with like ccpa and gdpr and all that so so yeah oh, but overall strategy still the same marketing's marketing what can you track what can you do so actually, since you mentioned the privacy issues, is it are, are GDPR and the California Privacy Act, are these getting more difficult for you to do your job and to find the right candidates? I, the answer is mostly yes. It is getting more difficult because of all these changing laws. Like, give me, give me, I'll give you an example. Facebook recently changed their laws for three kind of verticals uh, um, around credit, around housing, and around jobs because all three of those are very easy to discriminate. And as you know, marketing works. Show an ad to someone, they click on it, they convert. 
Awesome, right? Well, in these three different verticals, credit, housing, and uh, and jobs, you could easily show it to a specific uh, uh, racial group, a, a specific uh, gender, a specific people who are interested in something, even down to the zip code level and then totally discriminate against another group. And so, mm. you know, that's the power of marketing there. So they've, they've changed that recently. So, so the answer is mostly uh, yes, it's harder, but there is a, a silver lining. It's for the good marketers. If they can figure out how to get ahead of the, the laws of the changing algorithms, the changing audiences. For example, we're doing a lot more uh, specialized lookalike groups on Facebook, which um, everyone should be doing anyways. But we've really found out, like, I wouldn't say we found out the secret sauce, but we know how to get ahead of it before our competitors do. And so we're really targeting the right people and getting the perfect segments in like these very small little 1500 people groups, showing them ads and, and getting the highest conversion rate before the competitors hop on and figure it out and uh, start taking that traffic. So so there's a, there's always silver linings. And you're going to tell us right now on on the happy hour what that secret formula is, right? <laughs> yeah, give us your recipe. <laughs> I can give you some of it. To be oh, honest, it's uh, talk nerdy to us, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you have a database in, in, in the six figures, you can cut that shit down so many different ways, right? So you're looking at signaling, and you're, one of the things, especially in the um, in the job world, is people. Um, they grow in their jobs, you know. They they start off as director. Next thing you know, they're queen of content. They think some things happen fast. <laughs> so, so you um you you do like and again I, I say you, but I mean like our, our smart analysts and engineers do this. And they they age people in like the background. They're like, okay, this person came from this background, did this project. What? is the most likely thing they'll be doing now and then giving like a propensity score. Like for example, this person worked on uh, uh, Uber's um, algorithm to do uh, Uber pool. You know, they're probably doing something in a marketplace or working with real-time uh, data, et cetera. So it's like trying to predict people's behavior. And then, in the end, they lump me a group of, you know, on, on a CSV, a simple, uh, here, are the, here are the device IDs. And my job, uh, for many, it's hard. For me, it's like, oh, yeah, perfect. That's the right group. I gave you the exact right cuts. Now I'm going to make the perfect ad, knowing that these people came from this background. I'm going to make these the perfect use of colors, use the right copy to call them out, you name it, et cetera, and then, and then show these small groups of ads. And then do it really, really small segments. We're talking about 1,500 to 10,000 people at a time not trying to blast a, a Super Bowl ad to the entire audience so we're just doing 30 different cuts of uh, you know $2,000 a week ads 30 times over with different segments and uh, I'm really using the, the math and the uh, that digital uh, marketing to, to figure out what works sounds so. complex <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. why he gets paid the big yeah, the bucks. big bucks. Um, okay, Ooh, free macaroons. <laughs> yeah, take them. No, seriously, no, seriously they are free macaroons. Did you make them yourself? No, turn it over. Look at it. It says AGS. Ooh. It has our AGS know, logo fancy. on them. They're for our guests. Every morning when I take a shower, this is not a dirty story, by the way. I turn on the what AGS speaker. What are you doing with the macarons? <laughs> I turn do. on the AGS Bluetooth speaker and the portable charger. There you go. Yep, Look so at that. The first See? thing I think about is, is, is Louis that was in the shower. Great gift. Great gift. Great gift. <laughs> that's not the first thing you want to think about. <laughs> no, trust me. Not, but that's not know. the first thing I want to think about. Oh, my God. So, yeah, well, one of our speaker gifts was a brand. Bluetooth speaker that's also a charger and it's good to know that they're being used and uh, there you go used a plenty and if you want to use one of these custom macarons then uh, please do consume it good for later appreciate that yeah save it for later um <laughs> it'd be a weird podcast if we're <laughs> just in there like hold no, on give me 10 God. minutes yeah <laughs> okay, Ari, let's ask some fun questions. 
Oh yeah. Do you want to do you want to answer some fun questions, Chuck? Anything. I, uh, I don't. <laughs> only. Pretty sure I'm not shy. Only the not fun questions. Yeah. So I actually have a reason I'm leaving at six. So what is it? Inside oh, my backpack, me. I have a VHS tape. Yes. <laughs> it's from the year. I love no nothing. This I love that you Another came to the recording with like a show and tell piece. Yes, this Please is tell a it. video from 2005 when I did a reality dating show on MTV. What? Yeah, and uh, kind of forgot about it, or not really forgot about it, but haven't ever converted it to a DVD or a, to a digital file. And then my uh, my 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 friend and my old roommate who was also on the show, we both it was, it was a show introducing a thing we use every day called text messaging. Oh uh, yeah, two way pager. Uh, <laughs> it's called MTV Taildaters. So wait, long ago. Wait 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 what Taildaters? If, you, if you're like around age thirty to thirty four, you probably watched it. It was like the most I'm, viewed show at three p.m. I'm, back in the I'm uh, almost four years. thirty. Too young. There you too young. Go. you missed yeah. the window. No, you uh, heard of it? No. Ah, oh, see, exactly. See, you <laughs> the window. Yeah. Wait, okay, but describe the concept again. So it was text right. messaging. Yeah. So uh, two people go on a blind date, mm-hmm. and they have two friends in the back of a moving van, two friends each, <laughs> and Sounds and weird. these people are on this device called a Motorola two-way pager. This is before text messaging existed. <laughs> you couldn't actually text someone, so you had this device called a Motorola two-way pager, and every time you click send on your little keyboard there, it charges. 10 cents and so we were sending them advice but at the same time it was funny because the whole joke around people who had more to a pagers is you hate the people who like answer with one word or one line and then send like 20 mm-hmm. things because that's 10 cents at a time and when you're 18 years old that's a lot of money and so yeah we were just in the back um, giving him uh, my good friend advice on on the date and um as you may or may not know, it's kind of scripted a little bit. There's like a creative director. What? So it is scripted. What? Yes. Reality, reality TV, TV is, is real? Very, oh, so they, crazy. how scripted though are we talking? Do they totally just feed you lines or do they, they give you some will? They, the they definitely give you some will. But okay. then if they, they see you strain, they give you some different lines. Okay. And they'll fill you, they'll tell you to film two versions of two different characters you want. they want you to portray. Oh, so you get to choose one. The bad one. guy or like the really nice friend. Or and like they'll the figure it out and post. Yeah, exactly. And then they'll edit and post away. Interesting. So, so who yeah. were you? What was your role that you played in this? Obviously, the bad guy. I'll Were this, you? I'll share this video in a week, but uh, <laughs> wait. So, what are you Clearly doing? Bad guy. What are you doing after this? Then, with the I'm VHS? going to the store two blocks away to get it converted. Yeah, at uh, you know, they're gonna put it on some digital file, of MP4 or some of that. that what's the, what's the name of the store? Uh, digital Enterprise. All right, Digital Enterprise. Now yeah, you can tell them you just plugged them on a there podcast, get there a discount. Go. Heard it here first. <laughs> so if you need your old old dating <laughs> show VHS is converted. That here. is so funny. Where was this filmed? Uh, Burbank. Oh my yeah. god. That is hilarious. And your friend, did he end up actually like... Yeah, no, they made out, but then uh, <laughs> nothing really happened afterwards. So, he was from out. here. She was from San Diego. So. Yeah. yeah that's fun. Still and Facebook friends. <laughs> this is Burbank. So did were you in L.A.? At yeah, the time, yeah, or did yeah. you were you living here? And no, there? no, I was in uh, UC Davis at the time. I was young, I was eighteen. Was oh my god, eighteen, nineteen years ago, and yeah, flew us down to Burbank for a week. Couldn't, we're too young to drink alcohol or anything, so they did give us a card and said, um, you know, get whatever food you want. So we we ate a lot of lobster and a lot of um, steaks for <laughs> two and a half days. Yeah, so. so is that the one and only time you've been on television? Shoot, I think so. Aware of. Uh, like in <laughs> yeah, front, right? in front of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I filmed a bunch of commercials, uh, you know, marketing wise. Yeah. yeah, I did a Super Bowl commercial with Snoop five years ago. Wait, what? Well. You, you are a treasure trove of like little media <laughs> appearances. I think you put it on uh, your LinkedIn. There you go. Right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I saw something about Snoop on it. It's my Super Bowl commercial. 
Snoop Dogg. Are you actually on the commercial too? No, I'm in the back. So. Oh, okay. That's so funny. Yeah. Are so there... go to Chuck's LinkedIn, Chuck Wynn on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Um, have there been any other like funny, weird happenings in your life recently? Wow. Too many to name. <laughs> I, know. I feel like I you live lead a very colorful, life fun life, Chuck. Yeah. I, uh, let's see. I just, oh, it's fun. It's like everything's relative. I just got back from a crazy trip to Cairo, Istanbul, and Israel. What? Yeah. And uh, on the way back, they're like, um, sir, you're flying during a very strange period of, uh, um, you know, uh, conflict in this Middle Eastern mm. region, and not many people go to these three countries in that order. We have a bunch of questions to ask you. And speaking <laughs> of LinkedIn, they're like, "Can we look you up?" I'm like, here's my LinkedIn. You can look me up. I, I'm a legit, just a regular marketer. <laughs> yeah, just a marketer person. Just don't look at the VHS tape. For- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, ah, too many crazy stories to name. I'm trying to think of a good marketing. Have story. you tripped recently? Nah, none of that. No slipping on a banana peel while using your oh, phone shit. outside. You remember that story? <laughs> I, I know wow. all. Chuck. Why don't you wow. tell me? Because I never heard it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I actually thought you were kidding. No, I'm dead serious. Okay. So what yeah, happened? It was a couple of years ago in SF um, near Montgomery Park, and I was just on my phone, and there was a banana peel on the floor, <laughs> like a cartoon. <laughs> uh, yeah. But honestly, if you walk down Montgomery Street, you'll see random food Things. items on the floor. Everything. And I was on my phone, and of course, I didn't look and tripped right on it. Luckily, I didn't like fall over backwards, like like in a cartoon, but. <laughs> But yeah, tripped on a banana peel. Did anyone see so you? funny. Of course, it was, it was like six people. Did people start Snapchatting you? Nah, <laughs> it happened so fast. Well, maybe someone has it on their phone. But. So funny. Okay, well, here are some fun questions. Right. Um, what makes you feel like a kid again? <laughs> Ooh, so I'm uber competitive. <laughs> I hate losing at everything. I think some people find it relax. I uh, find it the opposite of relaxing, but I think competition and sports and everything is so i love all types of competition so that's just my kid moment it doesn't matter if we're playing flipping a coin or playing board games or whatever so but like what happens when you lose you just turn into the hulk and just go Ugh. uh in my mind you know i'm a composed adult so externally <laughs> i don't show it but in my mind definitely a sore loser what was the, like what was the game that you just got like so upset that you lost Mm, the ooh. Super Bowl maybe recently yeah <laughs> ooh, okay alright I have a nephew he just turned five mm. uh, a super cute kid named Jacob but he is a genius at the game of memory and at the age of four he doesn't lose I don't know how he does it it's like you know flipping the cards memory right and yeah I'm just like really upset that I 50-50 against a, a four year old you know, I like to think <laughs> I'm an educated person but yet I'm getting beat by a four year old and I'm trying my hardest and so yeah I'm trying, to, trying not to show it but so, so I have to take it out on him another game so we play yeah. some Mario Kart and he tells me he's the greatest and so, don't wait till you play basketball oh uh, yeah of course swat every shot <laughs> dunk on him yeah, exactly so. so funny what is one thing people buy that you think is a total waste of money ooh all right. Okay. Okay. This one's going to be controversial. And this oh, one's great for marketing. Do it. Do it. Okay. Do it. Diamonds. Di- oh, oh, that's diamonds well, yeah, that and that Absolutely ridiculous. Diamond rings. Okay. I, yes. took, I took a whole three-month course on out-of-home yeah. marketing. And uh, De Beers came up with the whole concept of diamonds are forever. They, the One of the characters was turned into the movie, uh, sorry, TV show Mad Men named Peggy Olsen, if you've mm-hmm. ever seen it. And uh, she came up with a genius copy around like two months salary. Now it's three or whatever the heck it is. And, uh, you <laughs> know, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, it's just this fake feeling that diamonds actually have real intrinsic value. And really, they're shiny. They're nice. They're good for mechanical properties, but they don't really do anything. Thing and they're not 
really worth what they are and you know it's the uh, you know it's all it's a lot of marketing so no i totally agree. it's all marketing i actually have no interest in ever having a dinner wow you're away you're you're you know i'd rather have wow. like a different good for crystal you. completely like a moonstone it's a clap well a moonstone yeah, is very mystical. that's very on brand for ariel i know to not take a diamond, no, but to take a crystal. That's yeah, good. Or like just like a gold ring. Like gold is gold. Timeless. Exactly. I've definitely offended different women I've dated around. Like I'm never gonna buy a diamond. Yeah. Ring, no. So. I think I I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. Mm. So, where can you buy, find the best view in San Francisco? Ooh. That's a good one. I would say uh, Chuck's kind of in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of a cliche spot, but it is a great view. It's uh, Twin Peaks. You guys, yeah, should go. yeah, it's great because no. you got that three sixty view. I know, but why. you can never get a good photo because the wind is like just so crazy that True. you look like you're just like. True. But you know, it's great. I mean, you can't get a good selfie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't. <laughs> can't well, you get can't a good because also, also like the the shadow. There's always the shadow of the person who took the photo. If you well, oh, yeah. actually, so, it sounds like she's been trying a lot to get <laughs> a perfect photo <laughs> every here. week. She's up I there. I have been there multiple uh, times. Louis, and always I need not to got... go to San Francisco for work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's right. some. Can we content. please stop at Twin Peaks? I need. <laughs> There's some content to I update need to my profile picture. There's a blog. <laughs> yeah, just hire a photographer. Then they'll bring their own lights. Their oh, own, God. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. I, I, I know so a lot of people have done wedding photos and they pay a lot of money for that. So They do. Mm-hmm. Chuck, what is your idea of relaxing after a hard day in the growth marketing trenches? Uh, it's The answer is a massage for me. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a good spa massage. Yeah. So vacation's got to come with like at least one or two massages every few days. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think you know, being a, being a good marketer, you like it's constantly fast paced. You always be thinking on your toes and think about, you know, I have random people, my campaign managers walk to me and like, hey, this campaign's going out right now. Do we need, do we want this color or this color on this? I'm like, should we put the call to action here? Should we yeah. be targeting this group should we be doing this should we be yeah it's like a lot of snap decisions as a as a, as a head of marketing if that makes sense i think that's what uh, um one of the one of the things that you have to do as, as a boss in any job but especially in like a, a marketing that's more digital marketing focus you got to make snap decisions so um yeah so therefore it gets fun stressful i love it wouldn't take it back for anything but yeah so massages. what's the last uh, decision that you had to make that you regretted Ooh, that's a good one so, um, that's what we do here. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. <laughs> there was a display, uh, programmatic display test. It was from a, uh, I will not name the company. <laughs> it was from a company that I'm sure many of uh, you know our fellow mutual friends in the industry have worked with. And it's a country company that's uh, on the downswing. They just, it's hard to compete against the Facebooks and the Googles of the world for display traffic and all that. And so they made a fantastic offer of um, you know matching the ad spend for a one month commitment. And so it was, um, you know, looking back at like, you know, two months before that, the CPMs were ridiculously cheap for, for supposedly segmented traffic. And unfortunately their publisher sites were just really weak and, um, yeah. And it was, they were, they were, they were like, yeah, it's kind of a blind thing. We can't show you every publisher site to whitelist and pick from here and from here. And it's all programmatic and all automatic in there. So gave it a gamble, but unfortunately Pretty clearly, after like a week or two, the traffic was not converting. You just get a bunch of junk clicks there, so it wasn't fraudulent. But at the same time, yeah, it's it's hard. And I, I, I'm not saying I'm against these small players. A lot of them have great sites and great value. But it is in the age of Facebook and Google dominating. It does make their life harder. Sure. Do you think that there's going to be um, any other avenue that's like Google or Facebook? 
or like do you see anyone else coming up that could be viable like maybe adobe or someone yeah that's a great question you know adobe has different options you're talking about even amazon as they continue to take over the world <laughs> has has a ton of options it is rakuten and you know you see a lot of people doing more amazon advertising for for all sorts of things that aren't really related to amazon products so that that's one for sure i think all the kids these days are on tiktok i've mm-hmm. pretend i sound like an old person here i've definitely used it i've never filmed no, anything fine. i don't really understand what's happening <laughs> i think snapchat and instagram stories but like a uh, long form creating a lot more content with you know splicing videos right are you guys music. doing stories at all no our base is you know those mature ish over 21 year old professional tech workers and so no we do do plenty on uh you know facebook instagram stories is, is amazing that's like the place that's honestly if yeah. instagram stories didn't exist i don't know if i'd be uh doing my job as well as i could yeah so. But if you if you have a, if you have a product that is younger or you want like future value TikTok Snapchat for sure but not me really. But now that you mentioned Instagram Stories, uh, is there a special kind of strategy that you're using that is working for you as on such a visual photographic? Yeah, type of uh, absolutely. Um, I, I think the what you shouldn't do is create um, just an ad and then put it on Facebook and say you guys choose the placement. I think a lot of things that are for the Facebook and the Instagram wall, the regular news feed is way different than Instagram story. Instagram story, you got to get like a hook in like the first half a second because people will just mm. tap through as opposed to like a scrolling behavior where people might stop and, you know, for a whole one second, you got to instantaneous there. And you got to actually change the copy to, to be like shorthand. I see a lot of uh, sponsored ads. If you look in your Instagram, you'll see like a sponsored ad every five to 10 posts, depending on your behavior. A lot of people put like long form things. Nobody's reading that. Just yeah. put something short and then swipe up to learn more. Uh, and then use a lot of the features. They have tons of like polls and and gifts and all that that are actually really effective. They work on me, and sometimes I, I see an ad and I don't even realize it's an ad, and I'm like, oh cool, I didn't want to check this out for sure. So it's, it, the answer is making a custom Instagram thing. Um, also skewing it a little bit younger. Um, you know, the the audience of Facebook versus Instagram is a little different, and, and so you want to make the Instagram creative uh, a little bit more applicable to the younger audience. I guess I'd say. And uh, lot, just one follow-up on that. What's one campaign that you did recently? Like, what was the theme of the ad for the Instagram stories? Mm, good question. Yeah, so we used a, a simple, it's, it's New Year. Everyone's thinking about, you know, uh, our backstory is, you know, you go home, mom asked, how's work, honey? And everyone says, fine, good. And, you know, half the people inside are like, miserable, hate my job. <laughs> my boss is nowhere like Louie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, and so you know, then they go and they look at new jobs. And that's why, obviously, everyone's searching for new jobs and all that and the craziness of early January. So we ran a, a, an ad, of course. We separated between Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, we did this kind of like a, imagine a, um, uh, your iPhone alarm. You have like three of them in the morning, whatever, yeah. two. Some people have five, who knows? But uh, I don't know how people have one, by the way. Those people are in. Uh, <laughs> I think I've got 24. <laughs> I have four. I have, I have like 720, 722, 725. <laughs> and then the emergency one, 740, in case, just in case that twice yeah, a year. I have countless. <laughs> yeah. And then I have my Google Home Mini has a separate yeah, alarm right. just in case <laughs> my phone dies or uh, for some reason it's yeah. axe monkey. Then you hire a clown to come in and just whack you in the head. <laughs> yeah. Also affected. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I um, did one that looked kind of like an alarm, except every, each one of those alarms was like, get a job, get a job now. And like, hey, what's wrong with you? If you don't like your job, get get a new one now. So very oh, effective. Cool. It's a simple moving thing, but everyone identifies with that early morning alarm. And, uh, you know, even though we set it throughout the day, we try to uh, segment it to like morning traffic. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. <laughs> hit the people when it matters the most. Yeah. yeah. 
So just like dinner ads, you want to show that around like 4 p.m. Right when people are thinking, I'm getting a little hungry. What am I gonna eat later? So yeah. not at like um, 10 a.m. Exactly. Um, Chuck, what would you be if you weren't an app growth expert Ooh. or a digital marketing expert? Ooh, it would be something in the sports coaching level. Mm. Too competitive. I would like just want to do that. Or maybe maybe I watched way too many movies as a kid, but something like one of those crazy investigators of crimes. <laughs> <laughs> like a true detective. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. That seems so fun. Like, yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> I found the hair over here. But yeah, so. Oh my goodness. What's a common misnomer in the industry that you're tired of hearing? Mm. Okay. Fraudulent traffic. A lot of people, a lot of people lump this as, oh, this is fake install. This is BS. It's not a real thing. And, and there absolutely is a ton of fraudulent traffic, but I think it needs to be divided into kind of like uh, two or three buckets. So there's one, there's a huge amount of fake installs, you know, and all these companies are paying for it. And as they should be, especially if they con people and, you know, um, um, heard many stories and almost everyone I know who has done app marketing for the past three, four years has a case, at least one case, if not a ton of it. So that's one. But I think there's the, uh, the, um, I don't know if it's called bait and switch, but it's basically they start you off with the absolute best traffic. And of course, there's natural diminishing returns. They're not going to find every user who's perfect for you off the bat. But eventually, they, they realize you're at a point when you're happy and then they start putting in that lesser quality traffic a little bit at a time, you know? And I don't, I don't even know if that's fraudulent if, or, if, or if it's just like, hey, they don't have the inventory to give you their best and they got to sell it to the other people. They got to give that impression to, to the next person who fits that whale category or that high user or that person like me who clicks on ads and buys things online and loves marketing and <laughs> supports my fellow sisters and brothers in the marketing industry. <laughs> That's so great. You so, actually do. Yeah, all the yeah, time. Good. I'm like, oh, I'll pay for your Google ad. I'll, pay, I'll do you your go. Facebook ad. I'll there click this. So, so That's nice of you. Yeah, I hope, I hope so. But um, um yeah, so I think that's that's important to know that a lot of people you can't just label it and shut things off. You got to figure out like is this something that's, you know, ongoing or is it just because you're spending more and they don't have enough good traffic, you know? Maybe they just ran out of that, and so you have to lower your spend levels to get to that, just the, the good traffic levels or the good publisher sites without going to that next tier of um, lesser quality. So uh, we are going to play a game called This or That. I'm yeah. going to name two things, and you have to pick one. Okay. And I do want I you to do it do instantaneously? It. Yes. Okay. I yeah. want it to come from the heart. All right. I like <laughs> the heart. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Power spontaneous thinking. Circles or squares? Circles. <laughs> Burgers or tacos? Tacos. Day or night? Day. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Comedy or drama? Comedy. Sitting or standing? Sitting. Being too warm or too cold? Being too warm. Wild animals or domesticated animals? Wild animals. <laughs> <laughs> um, music or podcasts? Music. Former function. That's the right answer, despite the <laughs> current medium. <laughs> yeah, actually, sorry. That should be a nut. Well, no, that's fine. Yeah, oh, I'm a crazy person who listens to podcasts. I listen to podcasts more time, like like when I'm on long drives or commutes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Not that I commute anymore, but, but I'm on long drives or flights or whatever. I'll listen You're to really? podcasts. Mm -hmm. But once in a while, you know, you're just tired of listening to people talk and think and yeah. everything. You just like, just put the music on. Uh, okay. Um, work hard or play hard? Play hard. <laughs> I know. I, if you had said work, well, no, I think I think Chuck would be both. He's on the fence. I mean, he's fifty-one forty-nine, maybe. You do, yeah. No, I agree. Form or function? Function. Oh, okay. 
Um, new clothes or new phone? New phone. Nice car or nice home? Nice home. The last one that rhymes? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oceans or mountain? Mountains. Mountains. That was a tough one. Okay. Ooh, this is a question that I just, I've been so surprised by the answer from someone, so many people we've asked. Okay. Cups in the cupboard. <laughs> right side up or upside down? Ooh, right side up. What is wrong with everyone? I am the only one that does upside down. Is I, I, no one I thinking, can explain it. Is no one thinking of dust in the cup yeah. when it's well, right side or, up? You're the only one who's thinking of bugs and dust and yeah. things crawling okay, in there. Okay, fine, Chuck, explain yourself. Wait, right side up is in the cup is the facing the way you drink it, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I just feel like there's a lot of covers that are dusty, dirty, and I don't want to put it face down and have it touch oh, the bottom. Oh, see, see? but see? to me, uh-huh. I think of, there's a lot of cupboards that are dusty and dirty, and dust falls into the cup. Fair. I want to uh, say most people I've seen it. It's. I want to say it's a little bit more right side up than. But I've never seen. It's like sixty forty in my. I guess I'm the I only think it's way one. More 60, 40. You think most people do it right side up? Yeah. Every single person we've asked has Everyone. been right side up. Yeah. And I have them right side up. What's the sample size on that? Uh, yeah. it's, it's small. Yeah. It's not a. We haven't interviewed fifteen hundred or ten thousand or. Good uh, question people. from our marketer yes. over here. <laughs> yeah, sample yeah. size matters on everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I just can't get over it. I just can't believe I'm the only one. Okay, email or letter? Email. <laughs> time for letters. What it, What's like, a letter? <laughs> I'm like, did, did yeah. Like, is the IRS what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I get a yeah, letter. Is this jury duty? Yeah. Like, what is happening? Yeah. Um. Okay. Texting or calling? Texting. What? I'm the only one. I I'm prefer a handwritten note. She's I want afraid a phone of bugs call. crawling in her in her cups, and she is into phone calls. Wow. Okay, I know this about you. Last <laughs> and most important question. I haven't asked anyone this question today. I'm actually quite curious with you, Chuck Wynn. What are your love languages? <laughs> what? Do you know what they are? The five love languages. Yes, and you know what It's they really are. easy because it's like, I like to spend time eating tacos with you. I like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all those I like to give you tacos, yeah, like exactly. buy them for you. you. I like to make tacos for you. I like to talk about? about tacos with you. Okay, so the five love languages, everyone communicates their love in all five, but you have a top one. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what they are, and you can kind of get a feel Educate for which one. <laughs> what? Educate them. Educate okay. me in love. So there's five. So there's five of them. There's words of affirmation. That's when you tell someone why you feel the way you feel about them. Mm-hmm. There's gift giving. That's when you buy them like a little trinket or something like you were thinking of them on your trip. Acts of service. That's when you go over and you like you like wash their dishes or you like fix something. Um, physical touch, obvious, and quality time when you spend time with them. But maybe you're not de- demonstrative directly about your love for them Mine, mine's easy okay what is it it's quality time okay so that's why i don't do phone calls i don't i don't love phone calls because you can't actually see someone's the emotional reaction even it's facetime you know so i'm all about so you that can't do a long distance relationship no ever no okay. 12 mile radius on the on the, on the bumble and hinge <laughs> Not, <laughs> 12, 12 miles is 12 that miles. is that 12 miles is that oakland that hits like that hits like oakland and yeah that's every very minimum yeah but, right but even that no 15, you question no yeah, mm, yeah. Fifth, that's long just do look one or Sorry, two. Three, geez. Down the street. Two. Yeah. We can't meet at my grocery store. This isn't worth my time. Like, you want me to get on a train? <laughs> Louis, what's yours? I have no idea what the question is. Uh, what are your languages? You have to pick one, one of like, those five. When you communicate your love to someone, which would you probably use? He gives a lot of good gifts, I will say. He d- yeah, the macaroons. <laughs> I know mine. Are they written somewhere that I can choose or I have to like remember you, them? You forgot them already? Yeah, of course. Five. <laughs> Words of affirmation. 
quality so saying, time. Yeah, it's saying like, I love you because X, Y, and Z. I, that together. would be mine. Because I usually, when I'm dating someone, I always tell her how much I love her, appreciate her, Aww, or something like that. Louis. That's really sweet. Heart sees. Hold on, hold on. Let us guess yours. Okay, tell. Yeah, you tell me. You gotta guess. What do you think? Definitely something with feels. It's old. It's old school. Yeah. Oh, it is old school. I don't think it's buying gifts though. I don't think she cares that much. You know what though? It's not about the buying the gift. I think it's about the act. Act of of service. Yes, that's what I was gonna go with. Act of service. But I don't think she wants someone who's in service of her. I love this psychoanalysis of me before my eyes. Hmm. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with act of service. I okay. think she okay, wants so to learn. Final answer, what's yours, I'm going to go with gift giving. Hmm. Okay. So we have a, together, we have a 40% chance of being collectively <laughs> sure. correct. It's true. I think we've narrowed out the... Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the, yeah, I think the, we got some of the... Of so I think we're close to 50-50 I, think, I agree. All right. Yeah. Okay, okay, so actually it's a tie. It's words of affirmation and gift giving. So my perfect gift yeah. is actually a handwritten card because there's words of affirmation in it and it's like a physical wow. thing. So she basically set it's us up for an bonus. answer we could not be right on. <laughs> yep, 50-50. But yeah. that's why I love, like, rather than email, I would love a letter. All right. Anyone who wants to write a letter, <laughs> yeah. contact handwritten note marketing. Aww, yeah. I, it's I a thing. Love that. Out of home, there are actually machines that will print a handwritten note. <laughs> that, that is makes not the same. There are machines that will print a handwritten note. You know what? <laughs> Chivalry is dead. Honestly, technology has ruined everything. What is that word? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I open doors for everybody. So. Yes, oh, I'm but I'm not running you a letter. No I chance. open doors for everyone, and I'm telling you, I am low key offended if you don't say thank you. I'm not even low-key. I'm like straight up offended. You're high-key offended. Straight up I just look at it and you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. The passive-aggressive you're welcome is my favorite. Like, you're welcome. Like- yeah. <laughs> now, I, I admit this is, I was proud of myself and, and both like, ah, I should have let it go. But when I dropped off my dog for doggy daycare, um, someone pulled up and parked in a handicapped spot. And she gets out to let off her dog, and I was about to go in, so I held the door. I'm like, let me hold the door for you since you're handicapped. She obviously was not handicapped. She just parked in the spot. Like, oh, you're handicapped. Let me open the door for you. And she goes, oh, uh, okay. And then she goes to come out, but I was holding the door because I had dropped off the dog. So I'm like, oh, let me get it for you again since you're handicapped. And she's like, oh, well, (laughs) it's not blue. I'm like, I guess the sign doesn't work, right? Ah, Uh, Sorry. And then she uh, she was like, what about her day? So that was my uh, passive aggressive. Good, good, good East Coaster thing. you are. Yeah, <laughs> I had to say something. Mm, yeah. Well, Chuck, thanks so much for joining us. How can people amazing. follow you? Yeah, um, you follow me on Instagram.com, Chuck <laughs> D, the letter D, and then my last name, N-G-U-Y-N, or find me on LinkedIn, whatever. I'm real active on all social media. So. Nice. See yeah. his commercial that he did. That's true. That's right. So. Okay, well, thanks for joining us and taking the time. It was so fun. It was a pleasure, and make sure you uh, clean your cupboards. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck. Hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for taking the journey with us, and we hope you found it exactly as advertised. Where it was mostly fun and entertaining, but we did manage to get in a little tech talk in there as well, so you can kind of tell your managers that this was actually time spent doing work stuff. Trust me, we won't tell on you. Please subscribe so you can get notifications every time we release an episode. And please head on over to appgrowthsummit.com. Let us know what you thought or let us know if you'd like to be a guest in a future episode or recommend the guest. That would be absolutely amazing. Please tell all your friends and colleagues about the happy hour and be sure to have lots of laughs until the next episode.